0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Abundant Wellness with Andrea podcast. Today we have Miss Carly McGill, who um, she works on my team at Abundant Wellness as our in-house nutritionist, but her background actually, she has a master's in nutrition. Um, and a master's in integrative medicine research. So basically, she's just amazing. Um, But she also has a huge passion for people walking and healing um, in not just their physical health, but emotional and spiritual health as well. And so today, we're going to be diving into um, really understanding who God is as our healer, um, and that God is for you in your healing. So welcome, Carly. I'm so glad that you're here today.
1: Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah,
0: it's gonna be it's gonna be a great conversation. We were um, just dialoguing last week of like, what should we have on the podcast? And it was just boom, like we have to talk about this. So, mm-hmm. I think that you know, both of us in our individual practice, but also you know, when collaboratively in the Happy Hormones program, we see this a lot, where it's you know, it's this idea that if we really could grasp that God is for us in our healing, what would we let him do? Right. Like what would we step into ourselves if we really could grasp that, you know what he's for me in my healing. That means that I can finance different things and trust that he's going to provide for me, or um, I can do this protocol and trust that there's going to be a grace there for me to be able to walk through it. So mm-hmm. I would love to just kind of hear your when we talk about that, you know, that God is for you in your healing. Um share you can share your own story with that, mm-hmm. your own, a little bit of your own personal testimony with that, but also what you like how that framework enables you to work with people.
1: Right. Yeah, that's so good because I think um a lot of times as believers, sometimes it's easy to look over the grief or disappointment in sickness and in the healing process. And because that's the hard part of it is the, you know, the heart of the Lord's given us all a desire to be whole and all a desire to, to heal and experience abundant life. And so when we come up against this challenge in our health whether we've been diagnosed with something or in someone that we love to walking through that with them it challenges us a lot and i think that you know that it can be actually a really good thing and can just make us stronger and understand the lord as healer and what that actually looks like and so i really like to share that jesus he, he heals people miraculously all the time. We see that in the Mm -hmm. scriptures. Um, we see that, you know, even now, but sometimes he likes to walk us through a process of healing as well, because that's just another side of his goodness and who Jesus is as healer. Mm -hmm. And there's a mystery in that. And I think the mystery can be really hard for a lot of us. And it has been for me in different points in my life too. Um, and that's where disappointment wants to settle in and take root. So, you know, there's a difference between grieving is really good and it's a necessary process. And the Lord will walk us through that really graciously. And, but if we're with him, we won't stay in the grief. So, but it can still, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, but it can still be, you know, a continual like learning in a process, right? Because grief isn't, it's not linear, it's cyclical. So I kind of went off on a little tangent there, but when it comes to healing, I think it's just really important to recognize that that is part of the healing process with the Lord. He wants to walk us through our disappointment and grief because sickness was never something that he designed. It's, it's not, it's not in his will for us to be sick. And, um, I think it can be easy if we don't acknowledge the disappointment and the grief to kind of gloss over that and just basically adopt this belief that, well, Jesus must be okay with this, or this Mm -hmm. must be his will for me. And Mm -hmm. rather than digging in deep and digging through and walk, like going through the grief and disappointment rather than walking around it. And I think as we walk through it with him, we'll find that sickness is never something that he wants for us, but he will heal us, you know, through it. So I don't know if that was kind of a lot.
0: (laughs) No, I think it was really good because you tapped on a couple different things within that. And one it's that, you know, God will never do something that's outside of his nature. And Mm -hmm. so if he is the healer, then like my question has always been, then how could it be his will to not yeah. So a lot of times we hear in faith communities, like if it's God's will, no, mm-hmm. it's always God's will. So it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when and how. And, um, and so I know for me as a practitioner, I don't get overwhelmed by the cases that come to me because I know that God always wants to heal. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of when and how. And so then I just get to partner with him on what that looks like, you know, and whether that means it comes, you know, supernaturally through prayer or there's accelerated healing because God gives us, you know, a strategy that's well backed up by research Um, that's how our science brains are meant to work where an idea will pop in my head and I will go to research and I'll be like, Oh, that's actually true. Cool. I can now like use this with clients. So God is always creating and we get to partner with him in our creative, you know, abilities to bring those things to pass. And, but on that same kind of vein, um, one of the things I know that I see a lot, especially with women's hormones, um but this i would say applies to any like long standing health issue in the body the frustration of doing test after test after test and not getting the results that you're hoping for, um, you know, trying different protocols, doing, you know, the conventional approach and it not getting you to where you need to go. There is a grief that comes with that because it is time that's lost. And, um, and so I think helping, you know, helping women to understand like one, their, their pain and their frustration is valid. Um, we need to feel it to heal it, but we don't get to stay there. Otherwise we'll stay there. And like, what's the point of that? Right. So, Mm -hmm. um, and I think, uh, I know that we chatted about this, uh, recently, but it was where things really started to change for me in my own health journey was when I stopped looking at my finances to tell me what I could afford to do for healing, like find the doctor that I needed to find. That was the expert in what I needed. Same for my daughter. Um, because it was always this belief that, well, I don't have the money to pay for the test that we actually need when God was like, go for it and trust me that I'm going to provide for you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was a huge, like we made huge leaps in healing, just By trusting him, you know, the provision came years later, but it was the, that initial seed of trust. But it was when I let go of my finances telling me what I could and couldn't afford as far as what we needed to go after with healing. And when I started to believe that it wasn't if he wanted to heal me, it was Mm -hmm. how and when. And, um, that, that hope began to kind of bubble up in me that like, no, my body will heal. My body will respond to, you know, the hormone therapies. It will respond to nourishment. It will do all of these things because that's what God designed for it to do.
1: That's so good.
0: So that's where it clicked for me. And I think, you know, when we're coaching women, we're always going after, like, it's almost like if I could see your face when you're, you know, responding to a comment or something, I'm like, Oh, she spotted the, the Fox in the garden, (laughs) spotted the lie because they will. And this is true for all of us because we all have them in different areas of our lives, the lies that we believe that keep us from moving forward. So if If the lie is that, you know, if I prioritize myself, then my family's going to lose something, right? Or I'm Mm -hmm. taking away from my children. That's a big one. Um, If I, you know, take the family finances and put it towards my healing, then they're losing out. Um, If I, you know, eat a bunch of greens and I hate them, (laughs) (laughs) Is the discomfort of that going to give me the payoff? Like we're always after that that crack in there that's like no 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 we got to get in there like that's not truth and because we know that that one little crack can actually make or break somebody's healing process. So I know I just kind of went off on a little bit of a tangent, but how like because I know you've walked through different things with you know with family and with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know, only share what you're comfortable sharing, but I think, you know, especially when we've had to, like, I've lost both of my parents to cancer. I should have no reason to believe for healing. Right. Mm -hmm. But I have every reason to believe for healing because I see miracles every single day. So what shifted for you, like in walking that out, you know, for yourself, but with family members that now you're able to kind of utilize and pour out, you know, onto the clients that you serve.
1: Oh, that's such a great question. And so what, before I, I, I want to answer that before I dive into that, I want to, because it's going to tie into a bit of my story. um, What, what I hear you saying with the clients and just all of us on our own journey, we can have these lies that, that come in and really it's, it can be sometimes narrowed down to a poverty mindset is, you know, even with finances, like, oh gosh, if I spend money on this, then that means I'm not going to have it for these other things. And so I see the Lord really wanting to bring us out of that poverty mindset and knowing that he Is he has all the resources and we belong to him, so how do we make those decisions for our healing based off of that truth, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that that is actually uh, the synopsis of what he did in me. Um, so about three and a half actually, almost four years ago, I'll share a little of my story. Um, my mom was. Rediagnosed diagnosed with cancer for the third time. And then six months after that, my sister was diagnosed with cancer for, and that was her only diagnosis. So that I basically entered this journey. <laughs> the Holy spirit was so good because before my mom was diagnosed, he actually told me in my spirit that something was coming that, 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 that was coming. And so he helped me prepare for that, which was so good of him. But I basically, I mean, I went through a lot of grief. I don't think I necessarily realized the extent of it at the time, but later on I had someone pray for me. And she said that essentially like the amount of grief I went through, it was like, I went through Mm -hmm. cancer diagnosis myself. And, but the Lord, he was just so present in that because he surrounded me with really great community. I think that that's, that's something that's really crucial for healing as well, that we have the support. And that's one of the things I love about your program because we're walking together as a family. And, you know, we have the group coaching calls and the support. And I think that that's crucial for healing as well. But I came to this point where he shifted me, I was at, um, I was at a church service. And someone from the stage said that there was someone in the audience who was really struggling with hopelessness. Mm. And immediately, I thought, I'm not hopeless. Like, I believe in Jesus. I know he can heal, but my spirit, something totally just broke down Mm -hmm. and I just started like crying and just the hopelessness was coming out of me. He was releasing that from me. And in that moment he shifted everything. And it was like, he, he showed me that you know, grief is, again, important, but then he moved me from grief to a place of hope where he showed me that he really wanted to heal them and that that was not just my heart, but it was Jesus's total intention to heal them. Right. And then he showed me how to partner with him and mm. that healing through intercession, through speaking life over them, through walking with them mm-hmm. and also having my own support during that time. So I remember someone praying for my mom and they prayed, you know, God, if it's your will to heal her. And she my family loves Jesus, thank the Lord. So she knew, you know, okay, I'm going to kind of throw that. <laughs> yeah, toss that in the garbage. Yeah. I know Jesus wants to heal me, but I think it's so important for us to not base Jesus's heart or his desire or power to heal off of our current circumstances and what we're seeing yeah. in the natural. Yep. So that and that's where like it takes the great faith of receiving his faith yeah. as our own and knowing like God, okay, my mom and my sister are sick and they're being told that they're not gonna make it. What do you say? You know, and how how do I like receive your thoughts and your yeah. will over this? So That, you know, that was, that's been a big part of my journey, even just getting to know Jesus as healer and now they're healed. Wow. Like he totally, he has healed them and they went through different treatments and he showed them exactly what to do. And so, you know, I love what you shared about God combining like science and, medicine and our own relationship with the Holy spirit as this holistic healing. And that's, that's what he walked them through. So
0: it's amazing. And it's so true because, I mean, we've had that same experience with our daughter where the Lord would just plop, you know, the next phase of healing into our lap. And it was like, all of a sudden we knew what to do. And we knew that God was the one resourcing us, even if like what was happening in the natural was not lining up with that. And, and I think once, I I think the thing, just as we're talking, the thing that keeps coming to mind is, you know, there's a million mindset coaches out there, right? there are none as good as jesus <laughs> mm-hmm. and and this is why like when we spot that like weed in the garden we go after it because we know that the enemy can create a stronghold there and that stronghold f- specifically in the area of health um i am not saying just to kind of caveat before i even go here mm-hmm. i am not saying that all sickness is caused by demons uh mm-hmm. we live in a world god gave us physical bodies that are impacted by our natural environment. So I am not saying that, but what I am saying is that when we know the enemy's nature, which is to steal, kill and destroy, um, it means he's gonna take advantage, right? He's gonna take advantage of a vulnerability or a weakness and try to bring oppression into that place. And so that oppression can look like, okay, me struggling with postpartum depression after the birth of my first daughter, believing Well, everybody in my family has anxiety or depression. So I guess Mm. I just have to live with it. Or I guess there's just something wrong with me that my prayer isn't being answered. Those were weeds in my garden, right? That God was like, we got to pull this weed, sister. Or you're going to get a partial breakthrough with the physical healing, but you're always going to be coming back to why did this happen in the first place? And what was wrong with me? Mm. Unless I also addressed that belief system. And so a lot of times I know for me and you probably as well, when I'm talking to women, um, and I think it's funny that I call them breakthrough calls, but that's really what it, I mean, it is really, you know, it's, it's to get breakthrough and understanding like why they're stuck, um, in their hormones. It's, um, there's a lot of pain there. There's a lot of disappointment. There's a lot of frustration because the, these symptoms are really impacting their family. It's impacting their home life. It's impacting their marriage. And then that's where the lies come in, right? If I'm not a good mom, I'm not a good wife. And if I were just this, then you know X, Y, and Z. Um, and those, you know, those lies are starting to dictate where they go and who they work with or whether or not they will choose to work with somebody ever again. And so this is why, like, we have to, you know, I know it's cliche and like Christianese, but it's like, we have to take those thoughts captive and say, does this line up with what God says about my future? And what the word says, even if you don't get a prophetic word about it, the word of God says that, you know, he wants to give us exceedingly and abundantly above and beyond all that we can ask or imagine in Christ Jesus that he has come to give us life and life more abundantly. So he's going to be showing us all of the areas where our life is not life and life abundantly, right? So that he can infuse himself into that place. And so I think that when we're, we're in that season of, and I I remember very distinctly, it was about two years into Alexis's healing journey. And I was, I was really mad, (laughs) it was really mad and really disappointed and like i can't do this anymore god like this is so hard panda sucks middle finger bad words like i hate this i'm over it um and i just i was i was starting to sink into this like i'm tired i need you to like infuse me with some hope and i don't share this story i don't know if i've actually ever shared this story publicly but i went to get into the minivan I don't know why I feel like sharing this. I, I, it must be for somebody. So I went to get into the minivan and at that time she was having a lot of sensory issues from the brain inflammation. And so what that looked like was a lot of tantrums and meltdowns in the car, every little noise, every bump, it was just like a horrible, Mm. horrible experience. And of course, like I have to drive my kids to school. I can't. So we're all just traumatized by being in the car basically. And, um, I get in the car and I literally like had a wild angelic encounter and I I get into the car and all of a sudden I can feel the presence of God, like hit me. And it's just me. And I'm mad and I'm processing all this stuff with the Lord. And all of a sudden he showed me her future without this. And it was like, I was in the future and in the present, I was in the future and I could see that she no longer had the headphones. She no longer needed the earplugs. She no longer was, you know, throwing fits in the car. She, you know, and he saw me like actually taking all of those devices that we needed, all of those supports and throwing them in the garbage. Wow. And I was like, it, it gave me this hope infusion of like, okay, that's where God's taking me so I can rest in him that he knows right where I'm at in this healing journey. He knows that it's hard. He knows that I want to give up and all that I need to do right now is rest and like, and Mm -hmm. trust him. And I was still mad, but at least I had hope now. Right. So, (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. and so that was about a year and a half before, like now she doesn't need earplugs to ride in the car. Mm -hmm. She doesn't have any sensory issues when we're driving in the car for the most part. Um, that's like 90% healed now. So every time I'm riding in the car and she's doing fine, I'm just like, I'm like sitting in that encounter, you know? And so I think that there, there has to be a revelation that God wants to be that good to you in your healing process. God wants to be that good to you. And, um, I know that some of you that are listening, you know, and even I have to remind myself that God wants to be that good to me. That it's not hard for him to be good to me here. And so for those of you that are listening, mm-hmm. that may be like a, a you know, it's, it's like a crack in the wall, like, okay, I can start to receive that. Um, but that crack in the wall, you know, the crack in the, the foundation of pain and frustration and difficulty is where the Lord is going to bring the breakthrough. And, you know, Carly and I were talking before mm-hmm. even this episode that we really felt like, there was going to be a revelation of the resources that God has for you. Um, For those of you that are listening resources, you know, maybe even like business ideas to bring in income to pay for the things that you need. Like there's this full circle revelation of, of God as your resourcer in your healing and that it's not a second rate healing to get treatment for something or, you know what I mean? Like that's not a second rate thing because, you know, nature and even medicine declares the glory of God because God is the healer. So it's not taking away from him like, or who he is to go down that path. But if you're listening today and you're like, I want an angelic counter like that, you know, or I want to encounter Jesus like that. Just take it. It's not because I'm special. Like it's not because
1: Mm.
0: you know what I mean? I was just a mad mom that day that really (laughs) needed Jesus and he totally showed up for me. So it's that, um, you know, it's, it's a revelation of who he wants to be in the stuck places in the things that just won't budge. That's really what got me through like the hardest parts of her healing journey was I need to just encounter him right now and receive Mm -hmm. from him you know, all of the strength, all of the resources, all of the, you know, and just lean my head back because, um, part of healing is rest too. So I know I just kind of like wow. uh, not a big tangent there, but, um, yeah, so I would, I guess my question for you, because I think you do this without even thinking about it. So you might be like, Oh, I didn't even know I do that. But when you're talking to people and you recognize that place that has not Mm -hmm. received the revelation of who God is Mm -hmm. as a healer, and even if they're not necessarily a believer, Mm -hmm. but we're trying to get them to that place of like, no, there's still more for you. Like Mm -hmm. there's still like, we're still, you know, in this process. Um, what are some things that you might say or like encourage them with to move past that like belief system that's keeping them stuck? Um, Does that make
1: sense? Yes, that's such a good question. Um, I think one of the main things I try to walk people through is receiving the comfort of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Because I think it can be really easy to downplay our experience Mm -hmm. or even become complacent in the disease or become complacent in, you know, the emotional triggers or anxiety or mindsets. But when we do that, it's, I think the Lord wants us to be mad, like in a good way, Mm -hmm. mad about like just so desiring healing and yep. so knowing, oh my gosh, that's what Jesus has for me and not settling yep. for less than that. And so right. I think when we are able to receive God's comfort, it's like this recognition that, oh my gosh, Jesus is feeling what I'm feeling even more so like he mm-hmm. cares about what I'm experiencing and there's so much healing that happens even just in that because we're not alone and I think it can feel like we are but when we receive the Lord's comfort I I see a big shift in people Mm -hmm. when when that happens
0: wow that's really good yeah yeah and I think it's also with that it's like being willing to just be with people in, in that place, you know, like Mm. to me, nothing was more painful in my postpartum experience than having people tell me I just needed to work harder and pray more and like worship through the panic attacks. Like, I'm not saying that those were bad things, but they were in, instead of connection and comfort and nurturing, do you know what I mean? It was like, Mm. I don't know what to do with you. So, like stay over there. (laughs) Instead of being like Jesus, if we if we understand the gospel and we read the gospels, we see that Jesus was always very present, you know, and so and yet we shy away from that for whatever reason that we do that. And I think just taking those opportune moments to say, What does Jesus want to do here? Like, what does Mm -hmm. he want to say to you here? Um, because if we step into a protocol, even, you know, let's say I'm working with somebody who's, you know, has a history of cancer and we're working on hormone stuff now is I'm like, if there's fear present, Mm, there's anxiety present because of the past experiences that will impact how their body receives that protocol. Wow. And so like, before we step in, if they let me, and we have that kind of relationship established, then I always like take the opportunity to say, Hey, let's, is there anything that we need to clean up from like the last experience? Mm-hmm. Because we don't want to take that. Like, we don't want to take that into now because of where God wants to go with this, you know? Yes. So it's that integrating the two and how even just having that, that belief system as practitioners, that it's not about, it's not a matter of if it's about when and how, like when and how is God going to heal this person that really does, I think,
1: determine how we show up
0: in that space. Right.
1: That's so, that's so good. And I think too, when, when we're able to receive that, and receive his comfort it's like we're able then to receive his truth Mm -hmm. and what he's saying but fear can be I love talking about fear which might sound weird no but we all we can all we all experience that and we all experience different anxieties and you know beneath that a lot a lot of times it definitely is demonic right there's a spirit of fear mm-hmm. but then other right. times sometimes it's us just needing to know god's truth yep for us and how he saw that situation that happened you know 10 years ago and right. there's so much freedom that happens in that because he he was there you know and yep. when we know that he was there then that brings liberation and, and peace exactly so
0: Yeah. And it's, it's crazy because, um, that just reminded me of, you know, like my oldest, my daughter that has pandas or is recovering from pandas. Um, I was asking her, I was like, you know, I remember a lot of the really, really, really bad, like really bad, hard, difficult, you know, moments and weeks and months and whatever. And I'm like, do you remember that? She's like, no, but I remember the angels. And like, she remembers, Wow. The encounter. She's like, yeah. And this one, you know, this is what that one looks like. And he would always show up on the days that I have a flare and like, this is stuff I wrote down three years ago and I didn't tell her about it. Like, I didn't say like, oh, there's this one angel that always shows up when you're in a flare and he has a very specific job. And I know that this might sound like out there to people, but angels are biblical. (laughs) <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's not weird to encounter them because the spirit realm is very real and it's very active and God actually gives us instructions about how to uh how, we, you know release and encounter angels and they're always meant to uh, glorify the presence of God, right? They're meant to glorify his nature and what he does. But it's what you were just saying about like when we can go back to those places and encounter Jesus, it does, it breaks off the fear that's keeping us from stepping in yes. to this, this new season. And so I, when I asked her, I was like, Do you remember? She's like, No, no, what are you talking about? Wow. Like, and that's just God is so good, you know? So mm-hmm. So I think, you know, the challenge that I have for those of you listening is what would, what action would you take if you believed that God was for you in your healing? And and this is the same for business. This Mm -hmm. is the same for like marriage, you know, relationships. What action would you take if God was for you? Like, if you knew that you knew that you knew that God was for you, and today we're just talking about healing. But if you knew that he was for you in your healing, what would that next step be? Would it be working with somebody? Would it be, you know, investing? Would it be doing the lab test? Like, what would it be? And just allow yourself to stay in the discomfort for a little bit and recognize the tension, mm. because the tension is where the lies usually like to hang out. And so, um but i would encourage you that that's like the brink of your breakthrough is that that place right in the middle where um we get to choose to cross over the chicken line right and we all have that chicken line and just when i think i've i've achieved no chicken line <laughs> there are more so <laughs> so but we just want to encourage you today that if you are in a process of your healing maybe you're in a like that stalled place or um not sure where to turn i really firmly believe and i know that carly will agree with me on this that we just release over you the revelation that God is for you in your healing, that he is your resourcer, which means that he's resourcing the people to work with. He's resourcing the finances to work with them. He is resourcing the people to come alongside you in your healing journey and even the physical resources to heal. So we just want to bless you with that today. Um, I will drop in the show notes how to find Carly to work with her. She's an incredible practitioner. Um, if you need help with, you know, getting, getting your life in balance, getting, you know, getting your diet where it needs to be, uh, working on energy, you know, physical energy for health, um, or anything in the area of healing, you can absolutely reach out to her on Instagram. Um, if you need help with hormones, you can follow me on, um, on Instagram at abundant with Um, and I will drop some more resources in the comments, but thank you so much, Carly, for being with us today and just sharing, uh, really just your experience and, you know, the revelation that you have on this topic. I'm so thankful.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. This was really fun.
0: Yay. Absolutely resonated with you, then I want to invite you to go give Carly a follow on Instagram at Shalom LLC. She, um, she covers a lot of this stuff in her Instagram that I think would be super beneficial for you. But I also wanted to let you know that the doors are open to the Keys to Emotional Freedom e-course and coaching. In this program, it's um, a self-paced course where you go through, um, specific emotions so anger sadness grief despair um, and we really work on undoing those emotional patterns that are impacting your life Um, and you have the option to just do the e-course or you can do the coaching program which is twice a month group breakthrough calls where there's going to be prayer breakthrough help you with your processing so that you can really get out of those emotional patterns for good and you can find the link to register to that in the show notes and of course if you're struggling with anything related to your hormones you can give me a follow on instagram at abundant wellness with andrea or you can schedule a breakthrough call using the link below thank you so much for listening